This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. The January 6th committee in the House is continuing on with its authoritarian-style show trial. That, in the style of Alice in Wonderland, is all about sentence first, verdict afterwards. I'll have more in a minute on this disgraceful show trial being orchestrated by Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the rest of her lynch mob. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop his slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. They're really terrific. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, which are fabulous. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now... So what are we seeing with a Stalin-esque show trial that is the so-called January 6th Committee? In typical Washington Swamp style, the texts of ex-Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows are being selectively leaked, weaponized, as it were, to smear Donald Trump. And who knows who else do Fox hosts have come to mind? Hello. Over there at Newsmax, here was the headline. Mark Meadows to Newsmax, January 6th panel leaked text messages to attack Trump. The story begins by reporting this. The January 6th Select Committee selectively leaked the text messages given to it by former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Meadows told Newsmax on Monday, merely to spin a false narrative and attack former President Donald Trump. We've tried very hard in a very transparent and accommodating way to share non-privileged information, Meadows said on Rob Schmidt tonight, and what we found out tonight is that not only did that just get disregarded, but then they tried to weaponize text messages, selectively leak them, to put out a narrative, quite frankly, that the president didn't act. And I can tell you this, Meadows said, the president did act, unquote. Well, let me just add, yes, the president did act. As someone who witnessed the president's speech at the rally that preceded the events at the Capitol, I heard him say specifically to march to the Capitol, quote, peacefully and patriotically, unquote. When some jerks got out of hand, he went on television to ask them to leave. And those leaked texts from Fox host Brian Kilmeade, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram are crystal clear proof that neither the president nor anyone else in the White House had secretly orchestrated violence. Everything came as a surprise. But who did not act? That would be those responsible for the security of the Capitol, starting with Speaker Nancy Pelosi, which is exactly why the January 6th committee is making sure they protect Pelosi. Recall that the committee is stacked with Pelosi disciples. When House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy announced his two Republican appointees to the committee would be Ohio's Congressman Jim Jordan and Indiana's Jim Banks, quickly Pelosi blocked their appointment and instead personally placed never-Trump Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger on the committee instead. Make 
no mistake. The January 6th committee is a show trial, a lynch mob designed to produce one result and one result only, a condemnation of Donald Trump. There is no lie too great, no authoritarian measure too little that will be not be used to get Trump in one form or another. As of this moment, the House, under Pelosi's direction, has voted to hold former Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in criminal contempt. What a disgrace. Examples of Pelosi's misconduct, on the other hand, abound. Back there in the ancient days of August of 2021, CNN reported that the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riot at the Capitol had requested that a group of telecommunications companies preserve the phone records of a group of GOP members of Congress and former President Donald Trump, as well as members of the Trump family, who played some role in the Stop the Steal rally on the White House ellipse that served as the prelude to the later events of the Capitol. The CNN story went on to say that, quote, the request for the preservation of phone records of certain lawmakers and members of the former president's orbit were part of a larger preservation request to 35 social media and telecommunication companies, including Verizon Wireless, AT&T, T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular, and Sprint. The committee also made separate preservation requests to search engine and social media companies like Apple, Google, Facebook, Signal, Slack, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Now, out here in the real world, there is a saying known as sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. America needs answers about the Capitol Hill January 6th riot, full and complete answers. But Democrats, with Pelosi in the lead and assisted by Republican Trump haters Cheney and Kinzinger, are abruptly now determined to make sure those answers are not forthcoming. To borrow from the late Tennessee Senator Howard Baker's famous Watergate question of President Richard Nixon, what do the Maryland Congressman and committee member Jamie Raskin and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, not to mention Pelosi herself, know? And when did they know it? That famous question, now applied to Mr. Raskin, Mr. Schumer, and Speaker Pelosi, is something the January 6th committee is determined to avoid in their show trial. Earlier this year, the New York Times, of all places, reported that the Capitol Police had clearer advance warnings about the January 6th attack than were previously known, including the potential for violence, in which, quote, Congress itself is the target, unquote. But officers of the Capitol Police were instructed by their leaders not to use their most aggressive tactics to hold off the mob, according to a scathing new report by the agency's internal investigator. In a 104-page document, the Inspector General, Michael A. Bolton, criticized the way Capitol Police prepared for and responded to the mob violence on January 6. Mr. Bolton found that the agency's leaders failed to adequately prepare despite explicit warnings that pro-Trump extremists posed a threat to law enforcement and civilians and that the police used detective protective equipment, defective protective equipment. He also found that the leaders ordered their civil disturbance unit to refrain from using its most powerful gun control tools, like stun grenades, to put down the onslaught. The report offers the most devastating account to date of the lapses and miscalculations around the most violent attack on the Capitol in two centuries, unquote. Uh, I would just add here that uh, I don't know that this qualifies as the most violent attack on the Capitol in two centuries. Uh, that seems to mean that uh, the New York Times has forgotten that in the 1950s, 
Puerto Rican terrorists climbed into the uh, House gallery, pulled out guns, and shot members of Congress on the floor of the House. Uh, pretty violent to me. But there is a decided curiosity about what is not being discussed. The U.S. Capitol Police are under the joint jurisdiction of the House Administration Committee and the Senate Rules and Administration Committee. Who is the second-ranking Democrat on House Administration? Why, that would be the Democrat Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin, uh, coincidentally, a member of the January 6th committee. And who sits on the Senate Rules and Administration Committee? That would be Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. So in the style of that Howard Baker Watergate question, what did Mr. Raskin and Mr. Schumer know of the warning of impending violence? And what did they do about it? And yes, this goes for Speaker Pelosi as well. Recall that in the run-up to January 6th, President Trump discussed deploying 10,000 National Guard troops to Washington, D.C. before January 6th, after realizing his rally would be larger than anticipated. Who said no? That would be Nancy Pelosi, among others. And by the way, the Washington Post is now saying that this claim is false. Sorry, Washington Post. This is documented. Knowing in the last few days that the January 6th committee has demanded Mark Meadows' text and communications and wants more private communication records from those 35 social media and telecommunication companies, the question has to be, why are we not demanding the same from Pelosi, Schumer, and Raskin? Specifically, why aren't Republican committee members Cheney and Kinzinger demanding this information from the records of Pelosi, Schumer, and Raskin? For that matter, it's time to release Cheney and Kinzinger's private communications on all of this. Every last phone call, email, and text should be released so the public can see exactly what all these people were doing and saying behind closed doors. And, oh, by the way, included in this demand should be the records of the senior aides to Pelosi, Schumer, Raskin, and every member of the January 6th committee. The bottom line in all this? Unless the January 6th committee investigates Pelosi, Schumer, Raskin, Cheney, Kinziger, and finds out what they knew and what Pelosi, Schumer, and Raskin did or more accurately did not do to protect the Capitol on January 6th, this investigation is a sham, a predetermined sham, and one more reason why millions of Americans will be looking forward to the 2022 congressional elections and ending the Pelosi dictatorship in the House and just maybe changing a member of Congress in Wyoming. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming. See you next time. And, oh yes, Happy New Year. Oh, no.